rising on an emerging generation of kings. Lord, as we go into a time of the word, we'll receive rain of revelation. This prophetic outburst that we have already opened our hearts to will be distilled in capsules of intelligent instructions. We have heightened understanding, not only to know what you want to do, but what you would have us do as a function of the fact that you are a God of koinonia. And the reason you want us to participate is for us to experience the pleasure of co-creating with you. So we yield ourselves. We remove the filters of doubt-inducing logic. We shut down the voices of cynicism and skepticism. And we release ourselves to the flow of the Holy Ghost. The flow of grace. The flow of joy. The flow of peace and power. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Let your amen be loud and strong. All right, let's go. Instruction, no preambles. Let's go. So the Lord has said it is a year of what? Heavy harvest. And what are we receiving? In what portion are we receiving it? Those gabatash. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Burapatata. instruction. So harvest God as a God established that Genesis chapter 1 we see God planting and we see God creating and a major part of his creating is planting. Planting is a major part of the operations of God. God is a planting God. God is a God who's interested in plants and you get to learn a lot about your spiritual family and about your father by studying farmers, seeds, agriculture generally. You're going to find so many illustrations and allegories about agriculture and all of that in the Bible. In fact, God calls his word the seed, the seed of the word. It speaks about the word as a seed in Matthew chapter 13. You find them in First Peter chapter 1, 19 through 23. You're going to find it in many other places in the Bible. I think Mark chapter 4, it says the kingdom of heaven is like a man who can sit in the ground. He goes, he goes to sleep. He knows not how, but when he returns, then it's brought forth first the ear, the blade, and the full grain in the blade. So you see the seed. John 15, it says, I am the vine. You are the branches. My father is a gardener. So by studying gardeners, I can get to know stuff about God. I'm not talking about Howard Gardner. I'm talking about gardeners, like farming gardeners. You get to know stuff about God. And we see that God does not joke with the seed. But what he does with seeds is that he plants seeds. The seeds become trees, but he also plants men. Why would he plant a garden in the east and then plant a man in the garden? Why? Because the seed that God plants is going to blossom. And that's it. We need a man. 
So God plants another man who essentially is also a seed in and of himself. Are you seeing that? So Adam in the garden is actually a seed in a seed. Carrying seeds. Adam is carrying seeds. Adam is a seed. Adam is in a seed. Look at somebody say, don't joke with seeds. Do not joke with seeds. But we see that God is not just the God of seeds, the God of the process and the God of the harvest. So we've read a couple of passages, but let me just highlight a couple more things before I give you about five instructions that you need to pay attention to in the course of this year. God speaks about the harvest. So let's go real quick to Leviticus 26, 3 to 6. Or let's go to Zechariah first, Zechariah chapter 8, 12 to 13. We celebrate our online family. We know there are many of you are watching from the UK, from USA, from Qatar, from Dubai, possibly from South Africa, but definitely different parts of Nigeria. We honor, celebrate, and appreciate you. Thank you for joining us. Don't go anywhere. God is not done. Zechariah chapter, chapter 8, 12 to 13. Can you go there real quick? I'll read for time's sake. For the seed shall be prosperous. That's what he says. The seed shall be prosperous. What will happen? The vine shall give its fruit. The ground shall give her increase. And the heavens shall give their dew. Media, you have it. You have it, so get it. So he's saying the seed itself will be prosperous. The vine shall give its fruit. The ground shall give her increase. So God is a God of seeds. God is a God of harvest. God is a God of increase. God is a God of fruit. So it is an aberration for you to be planted by God and for you not to yield fruit. There is something wrong with that system. Looking out for the harvest is not covetousness. It's being responsible. Observing a gap between your seeds and your harvest is not covetousness. It is great observational skills. It's a great sign of responsibility. That's what it is. As a matter of fact, not looking out for the harvest could mean that you were not sowing in the first place. <laughs> so there's nothing to expect. Or you don't care enough about those who have been sent by divine delineation to survive on the springing forth of your harvest. Yes. Because the harvest does not exist for the survival of the farmer. He was already alive before the harvest came. In other words, the farmer does not resurrect deep for that. Ah, it by me. Hunger killed me. All right. Right? So the, the farmer survived without the harvest. Listen, please. Anything you survive on is not your harvest. Survival money is not harvest. Urgent. Who said that? My, my wife said something some days ago that really cracked me up. Cracked me up very funny. I, I was just talking about adult life and how demanding it is and how we need to prepare more people for adult life. And does anybody believe like 
you should be prepared for adult life. So it does not shock you. It's amazing. It's, it's a paradox. It's, you know, an oxymoron. Now, Nepa does not give you light, yet they can shock you. So, so I was speaking and I said, man, anybody that you see doing well as an adult now, she now completed and said, please just squeeze, squeeze 2K in there and say, <laughs> well done just for doing well as an adult. Listen, in 2022, you will no longer depend on handouts. And I'm going to teach you how you do it. Anything you survive on, that's not your harvest. That's the provisions of grace or generic providence. Why? The Bible says that God causes his rain to fall on the good and the evil. So there is nothing special about surviving. It is something to be grateful for. Don't abuse it. But it's not special. God's grace is too expensive for its full purpose in your life for it to be survival. Jesus did not die for you to be able to pay for Go TV. That's an insult to the work of grace. How do I know? He multiplied loaves of bread to people that did not believe in him. So if he multiplied loaves and bread to unbelievers, what will he commit into the hands of believers? Bakeries. The capacity. You know, Piotr and I were speaking earlier. And I said, you know, harvest is plenty. Somebody say OPP. Say OPG. Say KPK. So I was KPK, the king of the people of kings. Now, I said, you see, harvest, if you have a seed, you have a seed. That's it is planted in the ground. It becomes plenty. So what you had that was a seed before now occupies 100 times the space that you had before. Do you now understand why God led us into enlargement before the harvest? I feel like preaching to somebody. God stretched you so you can see better that there is more to life than urgent 2K. God had to change the figures in your space so that he can say, now you're ready for reaping. What you got this year was not the reaping. It was the rehearsal. 
I feel the power of God somewhere in this room. Esther, feel it if you believe it. The Lord God of heaven and earth is going to blow your mind, shake up your structure, rearrange your expectations, galvanize grace in your direction. Is there anybody who's ready? Somebody shout, thank God for the rehearsal. Now I'm ready to reap. Why? The seed shall be prosperous. The seed will give fruits. You're going to need to keep the fruits in a fridge or a storehouse or a barn. And then the ground shall give her increase. So listen to this. Your prosperity is in your seed. Your increase is in your ground. You all not get it? Right seed, wrong ground. Potentially prosperous, but no manifest increase. Everything that God created was given the capacity to multiply something when it connects with the right partner. Everything. Do, have you noticed that your faith has some partners in this world? But do you also know your anger has some partners? Do you know your lust has some partners? Do you know your pride has some partners? So understand the harvest and look at what it says now. It says, next verse, I will cause the remnant of those people to possess all this, all these, right? Uh, where are you, where are you? And it shall come to pass that just as you were a curse among the nations, see shame, curse, negative stuff, this is what I'm going to do, house of Judah and house of Israel, so I will save you and you shall be. You will no longer be a burden. The one you are calling for, they won't pick your call because they know you want to ask for a soft loan. That's not you. Your identity has changed. He now says, do not fear. Let your... Because you're about to carry something. Please. All my Igbo brothers, Igbo Kwenu. Igbo Kwenu. Shout heavy. Shout heavy. You're not hearing what I'm saying? See, God is about to throw you a blessing that will break the phone out of your mouth. You say, yeah. What? What was? Heavy. Heavy miracles. Heavy blessings. Heavy grace. Heavy mantles. Leviticus 26. <laughs> Leviticus 26, 3 to 6. Keep your spirits open. Keep, keep, keep this open. Keep your engagement, your spirit. Some of you are documenting that's great. If you're not, you might have your reasons. It's fine as well. Just make sure what I really need today is your spirit. I expect that you're going to go back and um, listen. But write if you can. Shout if you can. 
receive. Oh, you know, I've been in awe of what God is about to do. Because it's already done. Over the last few days, the Lord has taken me into time zones. He will take me back. They will take me forward. Take me back. Like play back. So I'm seeing some of the things that are happening in your life in the past. But they've already happened. But they'll manifest in January, February, March, April, May. There is somebody, August 17 is such a strategic point. But God is going to give you an early down payment. January 17 is going to tip off something that is going to come into full bloom in August 17. Let me release the dates I'm hearing in my spirit. I see September 19. I see June 13. I see February 14, interestingly. Who's September 19? Is that your birthday? Or you just received it? Hallelujah. I love it. Receiving one of your miracle days. Leviticus 26, 3 to 6. If you walk in my statutes, we know that Christ has fulfilled the law for us. However, the Holy Spirit guides us and prompts us, gives us instructions. So the way the New Testament believer has to read this is as you obey God and carry out his instructions. Go to the next verse. Look at what it says is going to happen. I will give you rain in its season. The land shall yield its produce and the trees of the field so you see that grounds produce the yield increase trees produce fruit seeds manifest prosperity a person who despises seeds has untrained eyes because prosperity comes in seeds fruit comes from trees an increase comes from grounds. <laughs> oh, Lord. I should say it again. Oh, you got it. Verse 5. Your threshing shall last. That's your harvest. Shall last till the time of sowing. Vintage and the vintage shall last till the time of sowing. You shall eat your bread to the what? Yinkaye fella got this a long time ago. LJ Ajayo. Listen, as I was praying and preparing, the Lord said, get ready for many parties, many. I'm celebrating this today. So dine with kings on Sunday was a prophetic picture of what's about to happen all through 2022. Dinner party over here, bridal shower over there, baby shower over here, business lunches over there, product lunches over there. Are you hearing what I'm saying, kings? 
And damn it, you know, some people, they don't want to be rich. They're like, ah, if I'm rich, I'll be very coded. <laughs> you see that? The Lord is going to amplify your gift business. And it's not just going to be B to C, it's going to be B to B. Corporations, companies, kings, in the name of Jesus. In fact, get ready for overpayments. You will call them and say, oh, you paid me more. It's not supposed to be five million, but you sent eight million. It said the gifts were so good that we had to give you three extra millions. Listen, God is going to be so good to you. Now, I know that's a layman's language of saying it's always good. The goodness of God will be so manifest in your life. He will give you the double. But one good turn deserves another. The double will be so good, it will double the double. You're not hearing what I, Are you hearing me? Yeah, uh, don't... I, haven't you suffered enough? Listen, the Lord said to me 2008, he said 2008 will be the toughest year of your life. Oh, you're not hearing that. And all kinds of crazy things happened that year. I had to deal with an extra year that year. Saw my mates move ahead of me that year. I, I ran out of money because I was not going to ask my parents for money. That was the year, I believe it was that year or the year before, I drank starch because I did not want to beg. But God said, if you do what I tell you to do, and they gave me some instructions, ladies and gentlemen, oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. He gave me some instructions. And from that year, I have not had to run after anybody to go borrow or look for support, whatever, because your prosperity is in your seed. I proclaim by the mantles of grace and by the Holy Ghost. Le paco tabate ovre paculatia discover your seed value your seed recognize your seed sow your seed water your seed nurture your seed multiply your seed harvest your seed in multiple proportions Sir, listen for those of you who say you don't want to be coded when you are rich I'm sorry to break the news to you. Your picture of riches is not yet there. It's not. And my, my apologies. I'm speaking a lot of Yoruba tonight. Maybe it's the native anointing. But, but I'm going to interpret it. Just please pardon me. I'm going to interpret it. But English is too, it's not deep enough to explain it. When your issue has tad, listen, it means when your yam becomes yamarita. God is about to move you from yama yama to yamarita. 
Oshapaya, Brokapalia, Osbeleteka, Rosketa, Shoplakete. The devil thought he was mashing your yam. God's now turned to yam pottage. I'll put some love her. I'll put some fish. I'll put some one more in it, some snail, some shrimps in it. Devil, you can't mess up my cooking. Timmy, are you ready? Are you sure? Receive mind-blowing upgrades. The same way all get testified. End of this year, you will testify. Multiple promotions, multiple. Boshia, movements, movements, advancements. See, because when your bread is full and a lot is coming to you, then you are concerned. Maybe, ah, people know they have a lot of money. Hard assassins will come. He says, let me tell you, you will dwell safely where? In your land. Somebody say no shaking. Because your prosperity, you will share it. And even if you are amongst area boy, ah, twale, baba. Baba, me lele, ah, now you forever. Oh, yeah, chop knuckle. The Bible says it will cost the beast of the field to be in accord with you. Area boys will be in the area of your influence. You get it covered by the Holy Ghost. Like the lions were quiet in lion's den. Every beast in your field will be like, I don't really, oh, I don't really like you. I'm like a lion, but you carry the lion of the tribe. What's the next line? I will give you peace in the land. And you shall lie down. And none. I, I, look at somebody say, look at somebody say, even if they drink Heineken, any Kenny cannot touch you. Even in the drunken states of demons, they are not permitted to touch you. You're marked by God, sealed with the stamp of the Spirit, protected by the garrison of grace. You are shielded by the bulwark of divine defense. I will read the land of evil beasts. And the sword will not go through your land. I prophesy over the nations of the earth. Everything connected to COVID, Corona, Omicron, Water Cron, this Cron, we clear you out. We clear you out. We expose the puppet masters of the world will paralyze the trading complex of the socioeconomic rituals and stands. And this, I don't want to mention certain names. The confederacy in the highest zones of the earth. Those that read the stars. Those that gaze into the planetary bodies to manipulate 
the templates of time, the calendars of culture, and seek to introduce demonic assignments and contaminations, we expose you. The sorceries that have subdued and subjected the nations, we break in the name of Jesus. And if there's anybody here who is carrying any injection that carries a pollutant or a contaminant or anything embedded that is supposed to paralyze or create adverse effects or manipulative impact, I proclaim that because you are connected to Christ, you are joined to Christ, you are married to Christ, everything embedded directly or indirectly through food, through water, through medication, through pharmaceuticals, through breathing, through smoke, pollutants, we Break in the name of Jesus. Instructions. What must you do? Number one, see the harvest. That's the first thing. You must see the harvest. Before I teach on seeing the harvest, let me just say this. There are three major things God wants us to harvest this year. Three major things. Number one, God wants us to harvest souls, S-O-U-L-S. God has a big heart for souls, huge, massive. You'll be surprised. God wants so many people saved. It's not the will of God that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance, says the Spirit of the Lord. He wants nations saved. He wants people, groups saved. Revelation chapter 12, I believe it is. So Revelation 7, verse 9. Revelation 7, verse 9. Give it to us real quick. After these things, I looked and behold, a great multitude which no one could number. Of how many nations? Of all nations, tribes, Peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands. Verse 10, and crying out with a loud voice saying, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Go back to verse 9. Verse 9, after this things I looked and behold, what happened? Of souls, where? Before the throne of God. God wants us to harvest a multitude of souls. So if you have your list, your prayer list, or your top ten list, and souls are not there, please include souls. Souls. Great. In fact, another one says, which no one could number. No one. So forget all that story that when you get to heaven, ah, the place will be very scarce. Only few people will be there. But well, that means there will be more land for me to do what? Land exists for people. Do you see the logic of God? So there will be a multitude. Oh, yeah. Some of you don't sound excited about this. I know that many of you were exposed to the theology of scarcity. <laughs> right? The theology of scarcity, even in soul winning. The ah. In other words, hell will be full. Why do you think that hell will have overflow facilities and in heaven they will do social distancing? 
Listen, listen. This is the, in I'm not saying there won't be a crowd in hell. So people are hell bent. <laughs> I'm going there. So God just be like, ah, oh God, I've tried. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't be doing, I'm wrestling over your soul now. <laughs> I'm your savior. Don't, don't dare to me with your desires. You want to go, no problem, it's fine. Say it's for angels, it's for falling angels. God, I must go. Is it your hell? <laughs> One of the things that we want to do this year, don't go slow, don't give me, don't give me any slow thing, you know, prophecy mode, thing how to do spontaneous worship. Listen, one of the things we tell demons this year is get the hell out of here. Some of y'all didn't get what I just said. Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm not one of the rooftop MCs, but I'm a soul snatcher. <laughs> do, do you see that? So, when we think about kings this year, when we think about our lives this year, be on the lookout for souls. Please, I understand it's great to have an appreciation for God's architectural intelligence and the way he's crafted people's bodies. But this year, can you move from saying, oh, what a covalinear person, to say, oh, what a soul that needs to be saved. Oh, come on, somebody. See people more as souls than sexy beings. If I only see a wife as the sexy or the husband. Something like that. Carry multitudes. We walk by faith. Faith does not need to be wide to walk. He said if you have faith as little as a mustard seed. So even a narrow road can have plenty mustard seed size faith. Look at something. There's still space at the cross. I wrote a post on Instagram about three or four years ago. I said no matter how crowded the foot of the cross is, there's still space for one more person. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying the severity of hell. The Bible says if he did not spare the angels, how will he spare the people who have trampled upon the blood of grace? I'm not downplaying the severity of hell. I am upplaying the glories of heaven. Because that then moves you from thinking you are delivering a shameful, embarrassing message. And being apologetic in your approach. Can you ever apologize to anybody for giving them a British passport in Nigeria? Say, I'm very sorry. I'm, I, I, I really hate to embarrass you. Or me. Or embarrass any one of us. But. but, but <laughs> that means that embarrass me, please. Please embarrass me. I, I just. I, I don't know, but. There's a British passport that has your name on it. I don't know whether I should give it to you. 
this year, let's not preach to people as if we're doing them harm. I want to give you kingdom citizenship. Why should I apologize? If someone is dealing with HIV or STIs or whatever, some, you know, disease that God did not plan for them. Was there anyone God planned for them? Understand what I'm saying. And you have the cure. I'm sorry. I, I know that you enjoy dying, but let, let me... Somebody says souls. We, we will reach out to souls. That's the first harvest. However, when souls come in, when you have a harvest of souls, you know the next thing that needs to happen? Space. You're going to see it all through the Bible. When somebody becomes concerned about souls, God begins, the spaces that becomes too small, or God begins to open up spaces for them. Yep. Because when you give birth to a baby, there's got to be a place to keep the baby. This is where land comes in. This is where land comes in. There is, just give me a moment. There is something I need to read out to you. Somebody say, I have space. Say louder, say, I have space. Say one more time. Say, I have space. So look through the word. You're going to see as God dealt with people and he brought them into certain places, then he expanded their spaces. Abraham, God said, descendants will be as the stars of the sky and I will bring you into a land. Because there's got to be space for the harvest to land. So the purpose of land is not for bragging rights. The purpose for land is hosting space. It's for hosting, it's for space. That's what it is. When we return to Nigeria... My business space, but from my ministry commitments, my business space was around a four-square table. I don't mean the denomination gave me a table for honorarium. I love, I love four-square. I've preached for them in different parishes, but I'm not saying they gave me a table. And I said, ah, yeah, well, four-square table. I mean, the table was four-square. Come and let it out for those who, who want to have a go. Come, that's it. Abundance of laughter, double-double. Then outgrew that two tables and a chair. Then outgrew that to a home office. And then now it's outgrown that to something quite considerable, something quite significant. Why? Because you are producing for souls and you need more space to do that. Buying land is not an ambition, it's a responsibility. And the person who does not think about buying land for their generations is not assuming sufficient responsibility for their descendants. Because if, you, if they're born picking, there should be place for them to land. So when you think about space, think about where something I'm producing will land. 
So I, I think, I can't remember what it was Bukola or Duni or Kenneth that said to me some weeks ago. At the PDAMs, it means you now have three offices. So I have a home office, I have this office, and I have that business office. Why? Because I'm producing many things that need to land in different places. Somebody shout, I understand it now. My wife already knows what my real picture of what the offices would look like. The real one. And I told her years ago. Number three. What's the third thing we're reaping? Substance. Souls, spaces, substance. So you see, the two, all the scriptures we read about harvest, land. The land I'll take you to. The place I'll take you to. You know, land, land, land. That's space. And then it speaks about bread and food and fruit that's substance why how many of you have gone to a let me ask you you went to a friend's place you visited maybe london or kingston jamaica or wherever you went somewhere far from home and your your friends uh the people that hosted you they you know they give you this very nice room maybe you had done all those very long transit flights from helsinki to <laughs> To, to, to Belarus and then so yeah, yeah you had been through a lot and a lot had been through you so it gave you this very very lovely space the bed soft and they're like oh great great so have a great night and then they went to sleep because of jet lag and all the hormonal imbalances and stuff going on in your life you were starving some of you have not experienced it. You were starving. You were really, really starving. But you could not ask. There are many believers who have saved souls, who have landed those souls, but they don't have substance to give them. Kings were coming into a place where no one person will be jobless because there will be enough thriving businesses in the house to say, we may not be able to give you a full job but can you intern for three months we are growing into that dimension if you believe a shout of sunrise amen so the first thing so souls somebody shout souls that's spiritual reproduction space territorial expansion substance Asset acquisition. Spiritual reproduction, territorial expansion, asset acquisition. What should you do? So Abraham, descendants, souls. God gave his descendants land, space, and God gave him much wealth, substance. Moses, bring out the Israelites. What's that? What's that? Souls. To a land I will show you. What is that? You'll have gardens or eat from gardens he didn't plant. What's that? David, 400 mighty men. What's that? Conquering cities. What is that? Collecting treasures from the conquered people. So say, hey, that's Old Testament. That's Old Testament. Okay. New Testament. What's the first major seed that somebody sowed in the New Testament? They sold land. So New Testament, 
the first revival was about what? Souls. And then they grew into places, shall be my witnesses, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. What's that? Space. None lacked anything amongst them. What's that? Somebody say, I'm not settling for one. I'm not settling for one. I'm not settling for one. If the three are possible, why am I mising God's provision? Now, the deal is you don't want to go after substance. Because substance may buy you space, but it can buy you souls. You don't want to go after space. Because you might be able to exchange some space for some substance, but they can't buy you souls. The price for souls is too expensive for you to pay. The price for land is money or some other valuable thing. The price for souls is the blood of Jesus. Only Jesus has shed that one and can shed it. Every other person's blood needs disinfectant. And still won't be approved. Because already it's contaminated. So we go for souls. We're faithful with that. So everything you're doing this year, think about souls. Every increase you earn, how does this translate? When you give to kings, and you do your percentage giving or your project giving or whatever. By the way, okay, don't let me mention that. And all of that, think about it. Not like I'm just doing something so I won't feel guilty. And that, no, think about it that this is going towards the development of a soul. Somebody say amen. Five quick things. I'm not going to teach them for time's sake. Number one, see the harvest. That's the very first thing. You've got to see the harvest. You have to see the harvest. Number two, you've got to sow into the harvest. If you want a scriptural passage for seeing the harvest, then you go all the way to John 4, 34 to 38. Write it down. John 4, 34 to 38, Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the field. Please have your goals in a place that you can see. If you don't see it, it's easier for it to slip through the cracks. Write yourself that check. Write it. Sam, but it's not true. In whose world is it not true? Have you ever tried it? God could have just told Abraham, I will make you a great nation. Descendants will come out of you. But guess what, they, what God did? God said, Abraham, come, 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 come. Come out of the tent. Because when you're in the tent and you look up, what do you see? The roof of the tent. Who made the tent? A man. So when you are operating within man-made context, you only see as high as man lets you see. That's why some people cannot see beyond their salary. Anything that is bigger than 200,000 gives you palpitation. Boom, 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 boom. Why? You're in a tent. Look at your neighbor. Say, it's time for you to put discon to your tent. Some of you didn't get it, so let me help you. It's time for you to put discon to your tent. You need to become discontent with the tent. 
So you can see the harvest. If you keep thinking like a survivor, how will you be able to give the orphanage the money, the old people's homes the money? How are you able to feed the school fees? How would you sponsor the Bible school in Russia or China? How would we translate the Bible and be able to give 1,000 giveaway like Life Church does, 500 million apps or downloads of the U version? Trust me, the engineers are being paid. They're just not putting the burden on you. You can't develop anything that great without a lot of data science and technology, information science and maintenance and servers and all of that. But they've never asked you for money. Not because they don't need it, but because somebody has already lambanoed a harvest somewhere. It's like, just be designing the apps, we'll be resourcing you. And that's somebody's ministry in this place, in this room. Somebody's ministry is to resource much of the work we do. So see, Jesus said, you can't reap. He said, you're saying by April, you're saying four months, then the harvest. He said, now, I proclaim that the way this place is full tonight, this is the least it's going to be this year. You have to see it. How do you say it before you come on Sunday? You are seen to eat, not just seeing it. So inviting people is not going to be an extra thing. This is part of your mission. If the multitude will be seen in heaven, God says, I'm going to use men. Number two, you want to sow into it. Sow into it. <laughs> Ecclesiastes chapter 11, 1 to 6. It said, cast your bread upon the waters. <laughs> cast your bread upon the waters it's interesting it's interesting many people are still struggling with seeds but god is saying there's a high level of sowing it's not just seeds; it's bread the seed is not enough for you to eat so you sow it you know people say if it's not enough to do what you want to do you sow it there's a level where you sow seed there's a level where you sow bread God gives seed to the sower and it gives bread to the, to the eater. And it says that when that happens, that praise and gratitude and thanksgiving will abound in the lives of those who are recipients of that. And that God is now able to make all grace abound towards you so that you always having all sufficiency in all things might be able to abound unto every good work. Which means that giving is the gateway to all grace. Grace is distributed through giving, whether it's material or immaterial substance. This is the reason Paul, that guy said, you know, give me money. Looked on them. So give me money. Peter and James are the hour of prayer. What did Peter say? He said, look on us. Silver and gold we do not have. But what I have, what do I do? What did he have? The grace of Christ. That's what he had. In other words, you can give grace. <laughs> grace is a spiritual substance. For instance, in the name of Jesus, I release to you grace for intelligent articulation. You can give it. This is the reason offering time or sowing time 
is not just the moment of worship, it's also an examination. Because the one who cannot give material things cannot be trusted with spiritual things. It's, it's just the principle. This is the reason Jesus gave up his body. That's a material thing. So that his spirit could be multiplied upon all the earth. God follows his own principles. John 12, 24. Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. So, giving is a gateway for the multiplication of the passage of grace. Not all grace can be multiplied through everything. Some graces are imparted through impartation. Some graces are multiplied through knowledge. <laughs> Some graces are multiplied through service. You serve somebody and grace becomes the outflow. Not as a reward in that context, but as a trust. Which means that your service has demonstrated your readiness to handle that level of grace without abusing it. So you are not working for the grace. But the work allows the grace to do more work in you. You are responding. The reason in many ministries, in many, some ministries that do the offering before the word. But in many ministries that do the offering after the word. Because the offering ought to be the response of a heart that loves God. The response. But giving is not the only way in which you sow. To sow, you look at a couple of things. Sow the word. Seeds of the word. S-O-W. The seeds of the word. S-O-W. Sow. S-O-W. Spirit of wisdom. S-O-W. Sacrifices of worship. Worship. What do you sow into? Sowing is a sign that I want to see more of this. That's what sowing is. Sowing says, sowing is the physical representation of I want to see more of this. Just the same way the farmer takes grain and puts it in the ground. Why does he put it in the ground? Is he hiding it? No, but is it being hidden? So the most effective seeds are hidden. You are not hiding your seed, but it's in hiding until what it produces cannot be hidden. Most human beings do not make, do not copulate in public. But when the seed grows, can they hide it? I proclaim under the mercy of God that in the month, yes, in the month of January, some of you will bring forth the baby of a big harvest that you will not be able to hide any longer. How many of you know that Jesus, when he was alone, he could hide himself? One time he hid and the Bible says, Master, Master, everyone is looking for you. He could hide himself. Is that true or not? He was only himself, one person. Then he had 12 disciples, then 702, then 120, then 5,000, then the multitude. Now, 2 billion people. Can all the Christians in the world hide? 
it means there's a level of your harvest that even if you tried you will not be able to hide them God is about to proliferate the mastered material of your character and your gift and multiply it in a dimension that you will be unhideable where are the people I came to prophesy to I'm watching the time don't worry but look for two people and tell them you will become unhideable your gifts will become unhideable your power will become unhideable the glory of God in your life will become unhideable everybody let's shout it on the count of three two one shout unhideable three two one shout aloud Number three, for time's sake, structure for the harvest. Structure for the harvest. Joseph is a critical case study, but I've refused the temptation to go into that whole stretch because it's such a beautiful and compelling story. It may keep us there for much longer than we have time for. Joseph saw the harvest. He saw it in a dream. Please, in 2022, don't let anybody despise your dream. Don't let anybody tell you it's just your imagination. Well, let me tell you, the Eiffel Tower was once somebody's imagination. The Statue of Liberty was once somebody's imagination. Imagine moving the capital, federal capital territory of Nigeria to Abuja was once preposterous. Abuja is landlocked. Why would you move it? But when you get into power, you can move many things. Joseph saw it. I mean, his mouth was louder than his brain at that time. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. We're going to have to settle down when we see. But I'm not coming soon. Still have some decades. <laughs> Africans, you're not permitted to die young. African believers. Why? Because even if death says come, Tell death I'm coming and use African time. <laughs> See, Harry office is epic right now. <laughs> I need to move. By the way, we don't respond to death. We respond to life. Because God is a God of the living and not a God of... So structure for it. So, so Joseph saw the harvest. Somebody say, I see the harvest. Keep coming every Sunday. We're going to start having midweek. In Ikeja, in Iyanokbaja. And most likely Yaba and Ikorodu town. Connectors and convos. Midweek meets. Keep engaging with divinely inspired dreamers. People that speak to your vision. People who are oscillating at a certain frequency. 
There's some people I'm going to be calling over the next couple of days, not in this house. I'm going to call people in this, but people outside this house who are delivering similar results or maybe even in some areas better results because I need the frequency to feed my frequency. You've seen that stuff in tuning forks and physics. When something is vibrating and then something of similar substance begins to vibrate at that same temperature because you don't want any bloody Samaritan. You already had the bloody Israelite called Jesus. And it's not quenching your energy with his... He's got no bad aura, but he's got an aura of favor, an aura of joy, an aura of glory. He says, do not despise the gathering of ourselves together. In 2022, you will not be envious, you will be inspired. Let me say it again for those at the back. In 2022, you will not be envious, you will be inspired. Structure for the harvest. So he saw, he saw the harvest. Why did he see in the harvest? He saw bundles of sheaves of wheat bowing to his bundle. Then he saw stars, right, bowing to him. He saw that. But he didn't just see that, he sowed into it. What did he sow into? Now, that's so we don't see that David, Joseph took seed and went to Potiphar and said, Potiphar, I want to be like you when I grow up. We don't see that in the Bible. Potiphar, I want to be like one. No, 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 he didn't do that. What did he do? He was a house manager. But he managed, imagine this, he managed the house so well, he appeared sexy to Potiphar's wife. When faithfulness becomes an aphrodisiac, pardon me, but but he did that work so well. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The ladies there imagine all kinds of crazy things in their heads. In other words, Joseph's seed sowing physically, she began to imagine it in other ways. Faithfulness. Now someone's going to be like, ah, if that's what my faithfulness will cause, let me not be faithful. <laughs> let my faithfulness not lead to unfaithfulness. But the point is, the word says that he took charge of Potiphar's affairs, uh, Potiphar's household. <laughs> someone needs to give Fidel some blood of Jesus. <laughs> Are you, are you following this? How do I know? The word says that Potiphar did not need to disturb himself. One of the greatest seeds you can sow to your bosses or your team lead or your ministry director or your pastors is sow seeds of peace through faithfulness that requires little or no supervision. Seeds of peace. He said that Potiphar could look away. That's why Potiphar was not even suspicious to leave him in the house with the woman. Some people, they've not left you in the house with the woman. They left you outside the gates. But you were already navigating BRT. Someone say, I'm faithful. Someone say, I'm faithful. Now look at this. 
he saw the harvest, sowed into the harvest. But when Potiphar had a dream, sorry, Pharaoh now had a dream about seven lean cows. You know that story? Had a dream, seven lean, seven fat cows, and the seven lean calves came, and the calves came, the cows, the lean cows came and swallowed up the fat cows. See what the word says. Let's see if we can read a little bit from uh, Genesis 41, 28 to 6. This is the thing. 41, 28 to 6. Yes, thank you. This is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Indeed, seven years of great plenty will come throughout all the land of Egypt. But after them, seven years of famine will arise. And all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. And the famine will deplete the land. So the plenty will not be known in the land because of the famine following. For it will be very severe. Jerry, where are you? And the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice because the thing is established by God. So don't ignore dreams you have more than once. If it's once, it could be just your creative subconscious mind trying to make sense of the activities of the day. If it's more than once, especially in the same way, there is a message in it, whether you understand it or not. Okay? There's a message in it. So it's going to happen. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land. Somebody says, structure for the harvest. That's what Joseph is doing. The wisdom of Joseph is the wisdom of strategic governance. It is the wisdom of structures and systems that proliferate value beyond the time of the harvest. Because there are many of us who have had seven fatted cows sometime in our lives. Seven digits. There are few persons here. Millions came to you back to back. Rush at some point. But you said, any money where I get now, now enjoyment. Get now, now enjoyment. Don't worry about my future. Future. Now future, no, they go anywhere. No, now you've arrived in the future. The future is not going anywhere, neither are you. So you are stuck with your future. Think about it. There was that time you got the grants, you got the PTDF scholarship, you got the Shell scholarship, but instead of you to turn the Shell into an oyster, became a bombshell. You got that big contract, seven digits, couple of millions. Now you're Million, you're a millionaire in reverse. But God is about to reverse that into more millions. Structure it. Organize it. Organize your finances. Sometimes because of the altitude, the wisdom of portions. Because the wisdom of organization is portions. There's no organization without portions. Everything about interior decoration, architecture, alignment, stage management is portions. This is the reason you saw me move 
my stuff earlier away from the screen. There is a way we're going to arrange this everywhere and look confusing like some people's finances. Oh, can I teach now? I've been a prophet. Can I pastor? <laughs> so listen, anybody who has an issue with God portion will have an issue with many portions. The 10% was never a legalistic proposition. It was an apportioning strategy. That's what it was. This is the reason you see it appearing before the law. It's a portion. When you see Ecclesiastes, give a portion, cast your bread upon the waters after men as you find it. It said, give a what? Portion! Proportion is for portion. So if there's no portion, everything will be disproportionate. So for some people, the problem is not that you don't give. The problem is that you give more than you are qualified or resourced to give. Because as receiving is a trust, giving is a trust and requires sense. This is the reason God may ask you for heavy seeds, but many times they are in between seasons or there will be a compressed seasons of heavy seeds. Almost every other time, God wants to give proportionately. He said, let each man give in proportion to how he has been blessed. If I ask you, how much did you spend on entertainment this year? How will you know? Because you don't have any portion. It said, for your shema, I'll give you double and you will rejoice in your portion. So there's a portion for rejoicing. There's an entertainment budget. This is the reason I can eat in many restaurants, but you had to find me eating there. Because I'm rejoicing in my By the way, the reason so I put... Some people are not enjoying the food. It's not the food you are not enjoying. It's the wife you are not enjoying it. <laughs> so you are not hearing that. Can I teach a little bit? Can you bear with me till 10 o'clock? We're, we're going to pay you. For those who need it, we're going to pay. We're going to pay your, uh, your accommodation. Amen. Your transportation. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint. Two, three years now, I don't plan my income based on what I want to get. I plan it based on what I want to give. Then I scale it in portions. Are you following this? How do nations govern their economy? Can you just run to Asurok as a policeman in Nigeria? You run to Asurok. I was going to say, oh, oh, it's still there till April. Oh, okay. To Buari in April, I'm sorry. Am I sorry? <laughs> I thought this year was 2023, so there's still a whole year. Father, we pray for our president. Keep him safe and sound in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but also, but also grant, grant. Grant him speed. 
Anyway, so, 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 so can you go to, like there's an emergency at Alagmo, <laughs> at Alagmo police station. Then you run. Watch, I, I, I want to teach you about yourself. Then you run, run to Abuja. You're the policeman. Ah, Uncle Boo Boo, Boo sorry, President Buari. There's problem in Alagbon police station. How can you help me? Listen to something many of you might not understand yet. There's a level you get to. You are not the one to give people welfare money. There are appointed officers that you have set up over land. Say, so go and talk to this person. Receive the wisdom of no, not now. Some of you didn't get it because you've given so much of all your income that your generations are already suffering whilst you're alive. No portion, no, no proportion. Everything goes in the moment. So there is no survival beyond the fatness of the cows. And what you do with the cows or with the portion, he said, let them collect one-fifth of the produce of the land. At least 20% of that should be put somewhere else. At least. At least 10% of the 20 should go to God. And 10% should go into your future in bonds or stocks or dividends or land. Avoid interpreting wealth as cash. Cash is wealth constantly losing value. Because if it's cash, then you can cash out. But if you turn it to land or paper instruments or assets, stuff, somebody say structure. For the harvest. What should you do? It said collect one faith. Of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years. And then go on, go on, go on, go on. And let them gather all the food of those good years that are coming. And store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh. And let them keep food in the cities. So portions. How do the economy of nations run? Buari does not respond to everybody's emergency. He approves budgets. So the Bible says, I will make you a mighty nation. That means you don't believe that prophecy if you are not creating budgets for your life like nations do for nations. This is somebody's New Year's. This is the thing that will make somebody's year new. This particular one. I just, they go, they go. Are you Kekemarawa? Say, how is your money going? It's going, it's going. Of course it is going. I spend on the go. I need to move. Number four. Is this, is this good stuff? Number four. I wish I could go on. But you can't you can preserve the harvest if you don't have portions. And what was it going to do with a 20% over seven years? Because 20% times seven is 140, right? So starting off the seven years of scarcity, he already had 140%. That cannot tide him through. It can't tide him through seven years. 
However, what he has is not 140% to consume. What he has is 140% from which to sow. And in sowing, one can become 100. So don't save to consume, save to sow. Number four, we're almost there. Strike the harvest or strike the ground. Strike the ground and strike for the harvest. Till the ground. Proverbs 20 verse 4. Proverbs 20 verse 4. The lazy man will not plow because of winter. In other words, he will not strike the ground. He will not strike the ground. To so plow means to break the ground. So he can put seed inside. He said the lazy man will be like he's cold. You cannot complain about the climatic cold and be financially warm. He says, see, listen, there's winter. But if you complain about it and you don't do what you're supposed to do because the atmosphere is cold, you're a lazy man. It says, what, what will happen to him? What will happen? He will what? During what? Look at somebody say, I'm not begging this year. I'm not begging. Please shout a little louder. Say, I'm not begging this year. No, no, no. Listen to what the Bible is instructing us. You can shout, it is my year of harvest. And still beg. Say not me, 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 not me. Not me, not me. I will plow. Those of you who've traveled during winter or you've seen videos of winter wonderland when it's winter is the ground covered or not snow and ice so you have to break the ice before you break the ground once you know that's the land god put you in break it but i'm grateful to god god didn't just give you a breaking instrument he gave you a melting instrument is my word not like a fire ah is it not like a hammer that breaks rocks in pieces so with the fire of the word you melt the snow and with the hammer of the word you break the ground look at somebody say there is snow but i've got fire there is ground but i've got a hammer lord raise in this place people who are more thorough than thor who have their hammers in the spirit who are going to wage war with amos chapter 9 and verse 13 who are going to wage war with Isaiah chapter 61 and 7 who are going to wage war with Zechariah chapter 8 and verse 12 and said God spoke to through my pastor and my prophet tonight and he said it is my year of heavy harvest double double I take this land for Jesus I break through the snow I melt the ice I open up the ground somebody shout yes Somebody shout yes. We're almost there. Somebody shall strike the ground. I've got one more point up this, but it's a prophetic point. Somebody shall strike it, damn it, strike it. 
by dummy. I didn't say dam, uh, dummy. Call your name. Say strike the ground, dummy. Look at yourself like this if you can. Say strike it, strike it. Strike that ground. Break it open. Break it open. Shatter the resistance. Crack the code. Terrorize the terror, 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 territory, territorial spirits. Say, I break through the territorial spirits. I break through the terror spirits. I break through the demonic influences. I strike the ground. I wish somebody was already praying. Shout, I strike the ground. It must open up. It must open up. It must open up. It must open up. In the name of Jesus. Pray that in 30 seconds. We're almost there. Press through. Break through. Oh, Lale. Tabalate te tota tozabates. Shopale tamate. Colotoli revetele potete tosus. Strike that crown. It took your daddy out. He couldn't quite break through it. You saw him. You saw him sweat. You saw him slave. You saw him not take bribes. But somehow, he didn't have so much to show for it. His efforts were not wasted. He left a little dent somewhere. Now dig deeper. Now break up, break it open. Oh yes, yes, God is a God of transgenerational blessings. He said that your children and your children's children, they will possess it. They will, yes Lord. All the labor of Olushala, Gabriel Oluwatoimbo, it is not wasted. I plow the well. I redig my father's wells in the name of Jesus. I speak for Rehoboth. Room is made for me. The catalytic anointing for this day and time, for the season in God, the God of Baal Perazine, the God of Jeshurun, the one who rides on the heavens to help me. To you, O oh God, I raise my voice. To you, my hands are lifted. The God who designed the entire universe by divinely inspired proportions. To you I come. Lord, command victories for Oluwatoimbo. Command victories for the Oluwatoimbo family and the entire movement of kings that I'm blessed and privileged to galvanize and lead for the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, command victories in 2022 for we will not possess the land by the sharpness of our swords but it's your grace, your favor, by your favor that wrought mighty things for us 
Yes, Lord. Every territory opens. Every portal opens. Every access point opens. Every gateway strike. Pressing a little deeper. Shaveless. is shifting by the Holy Ghost. Something is moving by the power of God. De bacos palate o cravis palandecos o topocopolatias. sleep in harvest the Bible says the one who sleeps in harvest he will have shame I am awake I am alert I am activated I am not sleeping no I am wide awake my eyes are wide awake oh Shapaka if the harvesters can you see me now yes I can see you I can gold you and Adema Akulemi say yes I can see the harvest receive can you ask say lord of the harvest galvanize me he's the lord of the harvest this year i will win the highest number of souls that i've ever won I will not hide under my label as pastor, as minister, as team lead, as activist, as businessman. No, because I am a spirit, I will have spiritual children. Nobody is immunized or prevented from having spiritual children. If you are born of the spirit, you should birth by the spirit. Whether you're a businessman, a missionary, a pastor, or lay, whatever. As long as you are a spirit, spiritual reproduction is that you bring forth spiritual children. Yes, we will have that land that we have spoken about by our fifth anniversary, by the grace of God. But guess what? The souls are what we need. We need the land for the souls. That's, that's it. In Jesus' name. We're almost there, but I still want us to pray this again. Okay, Second Kings, I want to show you something. Second Kings 13, 14 to 19. Many of us know the story, but for the sake of those who may not know the story, please pay attention to this now. Elisha had become sick with the illness of which he will die. Then Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father! 
my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. I've taught you before, an anointed man does not live perpetually by his anointing. He lives by his revelation, his alignment and obedience. The anointing upon your life is not primarily for you. It's for other people. This is the reason somebody can be a great preacher and be a great fornicator. <laughs> can be a great preacher or great deliverance minister and is owing all the banks in Lagos. Embarrassingly so. He can have a word of knowledge to know what you ate this morning, but he can't remember what he spent money on last night. The anointing can operate in a vessel that is not pure or perfect. Are you following? We don't know why Elisha was sick, but he had the portion of Elijah's anointing, but he was still sick. So not everything is the anointing. I want you to, that's what I want to understand. Then Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. A person, listen to this, please. A soul can become a space. You, you can be a territory. Demons know him more than most believers. That's why when that man, the madman of gatherings, bowed him before Jesus, said, what's your name? He said, we are plenty. I'm Airbnb for many different spirits. So we are legion. We're many. Why? A soul can be a shouted. Then, you know, chariots of Israel and the horsemen. Next verse, verse 15. Quickly, let's run. And Elisha said to him, take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow and some arrows. Next verse. Then he said to the king of Israel, put your hand on the bow. So he put his hand on it. And Elisha put his hands on the king's hands. So like this. Listen. No matter how great a king you become, you will never outgrow the anointing of the prophetic or your need for the prophetic. What will make your kingship different, because you know, there is not only spiritual kings that of, of Christ that you have, there are kings in entertainment and media and movies. What will make yours different is that you are under a prophetic covering that can bring stability to your hands that can shake because of the pressure of the world or sometimes the pressure of the money God has blessed you with. Some of you here who have not seen anything. In fact, almost anybody, I don't think anybody has seen anything compared to what God wants to do in this house. Billionaires are rising out of this place. And it may not be the next five or seven years, but billionaires in dollars are going to rise. So, so see, conquer money now. It's going to be harder to conquer it later. Conquer it now. Conquer it now. It's to conquer 10 million. Naira and to conquer 10 billion dollars. If you are worshiping 10 million naira, what will you do? 10 billion dollars. Kuku Kimi now. You become a living sacrifice. Put it on him. On his hands. And he said, Open the east window. And he opened it. One day I'll teach you the mystery of the mysteries of the cardinal points. God. Some of you need to study physics and study astrology. By astrology, I don't mean that aspect of it. But God is a God of proportions. 
So the east has a function, the west has a function, the north, the south. The entire universe can be calibrated into 12 divisions and multiples of threes and fours. As you iterate that, 360 degrees, a full set. Don't let me. Open the east window. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Look at, please help me look for somebody around you and say, 2022, shoot your shorts. Some of you did not hear that. Then Elisha said, what did Elisha say? Shout aloud. What did Elisha say? Look at every call and shoot. Look at every prophetic word and shoot. Look at the calling of God upon your life and shoot. Look at what God promised you five years ago. And what do you do? Shoot. And he shot. And he said, The arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For you must strike the Syria. Somebody says strike. The Syrians are Africa until you have destroyed them. But look at the next verse now. Then he said, take the arrows. So he took them and he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. This king must have been familiar with African traditional movies. Okpomulero. 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 Eme loni mokpe o. He stuck three times. Struck three times and stopped. Verse 19. The man of God was angry with him and said, This is the mystery of victory in the spirit. You don't do enough, you must do extra. That is the key. Because God is a God of abundant grace. So the enemy studies God and revert. He becomes a, a demon of abundant stubbornness. That's why the portion says give up. The Bible says give a portion to what? Seven. That's perfect. Yes, even to eight. Somebody shout excess. In the spirit, enough is not enough. It's not. It's not. That's why Joshua understood this by some spiritual navigation. That after Moses left, he tarried there. Look at Jesus. He will send his disciples away. But he said that it's not enough. I'm tarrying in the place of prayer. Are you getting that? He said you should have struck how many times? Five or six times. Then you would have struck Syria till you had destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times. Somebody you're going to pray in the next one minute. Lord, excess grace. Excess grace for extraordinary exploits. 
If their harvests are heavy, they will require excess energy, excess power, excess capacity, excess intelligence, excess tolerance, excess perseverance, excess patience. Lord, the excess. Rotakila bateko is balando frisepolia. Shuteke ratakatakataba. Lopre konde rusalia is gole pratoka ashpatakata. Ropoka librosobolias. Extra! Another story, don't forget. New Testament. Ten virgins. Five had enough oil, but five had extra. Look at it all through the Bible. Enough is not enough. Extra. You go extra, you go extra. That's why he says, if you have run with men and you are tired, your strength is weak. He said, how will you run with horses? Extra. Extra. Extra oil, extra energy, extra power, extra capacity, extra grace, extra wisdom, extra, yes, Lord. Rapatatapate, Lokratubelias, Escovita Corsila, and Tofris Kamatwa, Escolia, Espacu, Reduco, Ambaleto, Frisbatizos. Enough is not enough in the spirit. Jesus tarried. Joshua tarried. David said, I will go extra on my giving. I will not give to the Lord what costs me nothing. He said to Solomon, see, I've made extra available for the temple in a generation. My precious sons and daughters, when I write a book, I'm not thinking just about you. I'm thinking about 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. One of my callings is not just to preach messages. I preach manuals, curriculum for millions. In a time zone, my body will not see. Pray in the Holy Ghost, the grace. As you pray that, proclaim you have total victory over every enemy that you have learned to live with. You struck three times, but then it didn't go through. That fibroid must die out. The fibroid I, I commanded. As many of you as never dealing with growths in your body, I strike it by fire. I strike it by the arrows of the Lord's deliverance. Right now, let it burn. Let it burn. Everyone with fibroid, I release the fire of the Holy Ghost around your womb and your belly region. Lord, tonight as they sleep, melt it away. Let them wake up with blood and tissue. 
of that thing dry now. Let it melt. Start it now. There are some businessmen here who are being owed money. I navigate time and eternity and we undo the injustices that have held your resources locked. We release divine compensation. Strike it. Revisit the appeal in the courts of heaven. Yes, revisit the appeal in the courts of heaven. Do you know how long Buari contested the judgments of the courts? He contested four times. Imagine if he had done it three times, he would never be the president. It was four times, right? Change is a principle in the realm of the spirit. You go extra, you push, we push. Did you see what God did? We did the accounts and the financial report and the numerical report on Sunday. And we saw we stretched, stretched, but we didn't break. The wisdom to stretch without breaking. As I prophesy, shout aloud, amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I proclaim that your hands are strong. Your arrows are sharp. And your bows are many. In 2022, your victories shall be many. Many breakthroughs. Many miracles. You strike, you strike, you strike, you strike, you strike, you strike. And you don't go on strike from striking. You are not Asu, but as you fulfill your divine plans, you will strike without going on strike. I instruct somebody here prophetically that place when they said sorry you didn't get the job please on the 3rd of, of January go back there and say as something opened up by the mantles of the prophetic graces of God upon my life I release upon you a reversing of policies that were unfavorable in the name of Jesus Christ I proclaim and affirm by Almighty God that even right now angels are running and navigating moving things around shifting company direction and policies and ensuring that your kingship is consolidated and not denied in the name of Jesus Lolu in your business will release unto you multiplied millions this year multiples multiples enough is not enough you've had enough but it's not enough in the name of Jesus enter into harvest I don't know if my daughter Ada is online but somebody might want to record this or point this to Ada all the way in New York I recalibrate you I reposition you by the Holy Ghost you evolve like a volcano in that space and in that field the grace of God throws you all the way to the top like a star on the Christmas tree in the name of Jesus by the miraculous Ayomiku is back and we celebrate Ayomiku. She's, she's in town. Come real quick, let me prophesy. There is somebody, when I first prophesied about land earlier, 
you did not believe it. And as I began to prophesy, you started imagining and dreaming, and you saw yourself actually walking on land. He's a gentleman. And that person, this particular person, you are in your 20s. I prophesy to you, nothing that you saw, you will not discard it. This year, you will strike your land. Betakata, Ropaka, Rapeke, Opripakos, Shila, Rata, Rapa, Taka, Vesi, Ropateke, Rupa. Strike your land in the name of Jesus. Strike your land in the name of Jesus. Territory is given to you. Territory. Lopatetada, Lapratatas, Shelokrapatas. The Lord will use your writing gift in the academia, in the economic sector. He will use that number one to announce and promote you. You will have many breakthroughs by writing requests and papers that will position you. The fluency and the fluidity of the Spirit of God will catapult you. First of all, your writings, your papers, your papers, your reports will travel beyond the borders of your immediate desk and space. And they will compel invitations to come to you on many levels. In the name of Jesus, I see somebody in the spirit, somebody literally cursed you. And it seems fresh. I don't know if it happened recently, but it seems fresh in your mind. Somebody stretched their hands towards you and said, you will never do all of that. In the name of Almighty God, I reverse that. Do you know that Israel, Jacob, he cursed some of his children. But when Moses came, Moses reversed that. I stand on the order of Christ in the name of Jesus. Whatever curse, whether it's real or contrived, known or unknown, anything that dangles like a sword in front of your eyes, blurring your focus, obscuring your vision, and complicating your moves, by the mantles of grace, I break it now. In the name of Jesus, I break it now. I break it now. I break it now. Family patterns, personal patterns, cultural patterns, tribal patterns, ethnic patterns. Break, 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 break. Limitations, break. Chains break, yokes break, delays break, delays break, delays break. I pray particularly right now for women who are in their late 20s, early 30s, trusting God for settlement in their marriages. We leverage the prophetic energy. In this corporate gathering at the turning of time and we shoot arrows in the spirit against any covering any dark cloud any delay that is not of God we break it now in the name of Jesus
Number five, after number five, I'll take some professions, then we'll take our new declarations for the year. Number five, seize the harvest. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Please, never let rationale stop you from taking your ration. No, I just want to rationalize it. It's not, uh, I'm not quite sure. Jesus said to the disciples, go to the crossways, go to the byways, you're going to see a donkey tied there. Unloose it. Or tie it. Untie it. And if anybody asks you, what are you going to do with it? Say the master has need of it. 2022 is not the year where somebody says, what can I do to help? I say, I'm fine. Harvesters need helpers. Don't be shy, Minister Vicky. Please come. Don't be shy in 2022. Don't be greedy. I mean, don't put yourself out there. Don't beg. Don't whatever. But when that person says, what can I do to help? Don't push back on the request. Do not be shy. Because the Bible says, Joseph said to Pharaoh, appoint lords. I wish I had time to take it to Solomon. The Bible says Solomon had appointed officers who were bringing portions. Don't forget. The gift of God, the gift of the Father, Romans 12, he said that some people, they have the ministry of generosity. So there is somebody whose ministry is not fulfilled because they're not given to you. Do you, do you get it? Like, you, you know, I'm not saying beg, don't beg, but if they ask you, how can I help? Say, I know, I'm, I'm kind of conservative, but are you working in a conservatory? Because what? The conservation has been established by you not being the one to go forward. And I'm not saying never go forward. I'm saying when it comes to human beings. But when it comes to territories and spaces, somebody shout, I seize it. If you are sent into that space, don't apologize for being present there. The harvesters ripen. See the fields white with like snow. They said, pray the Lord of the harvest that he may send laborers into his harvest. We've spoken about three things. Souls, they need space and you need substance to sustain the souls, right? So when, the, when you are sent into that space, you are not an apology, you are an asset. I'm so sorry for me. You know, there was something that happened to one of my, um, one of my friend's, friend's wives. Coach A.T., some of you know him. He's been here fiscally, I think, twice. Here, once in Skid City. So his wife is starting something very exciting in the new year. Starting something very exciting. So she sent a message and all. I was like, wow, this is great and all. So she replied the message late. Late. And do you know what she put? Which is what is called framing in communication or vocabulary. And a tool that I would learned, right? But I don't always apply. But it's something I know and some of you are exposed enough to know it. She did not say, sorry, I'm just uh, replying your letter, your mail. Do you know what she said? Thanks for being patient with me. So when you enter into a meeting, oh, no, sorry, I'm late. I'm sorry, I'm late. Thank you so much for your patience. 
It's a reframing. You are not just teaching the environment to honor your intelligence. You are teaching yourself not to be an apology. Somebody shout, I'm an asset, not an apology. Raise your right hand in the spirit. Say, every territory that I am sent to, I seize it for Christ in the name of Jesus. Every territory that I'm sent to, I seize, I seize, I seize, I seize, I seize, I seize, I seize. Wherever kings are raised, Dami Lola Luatan will be mentioned. Wherever Oyabate Kobazaya, the days will come where there is no precedent of the free world that will not know the name Dami Lola Luatan. You are a counselor to kings, you are a wisdom vault to leaders, you are a territorial base station. Prophesy over your life. My books are textbooks. They are curriculum for universities and virtual schools and training teams and diplomats units. Ekapotaya, federal cabinets, churches all over the world will use a generation as rising like we use Master Life. They will use the missionary map I designed. They will use in love with King's curriculum. And all the spin-offs that will come from the people I'm raising, all the Bible study guides and therapy interventions and groups and everything will, will speak it forth in the atmosphere. I send it abroad by the spirit of prophecy. Lapoka, Rapekete, Vrupalia. Speak to your designs. White paper, you are becoming a podcast, you are becoming an app. You are becoming a series. You are becoming videos. Games will come out of you. Speak to your designs. Speak to your sketches. Speak to your innovation. Speak to your ideas. Seize it by the Holy Ghost. Speak to your charity. Speak to your NGO. Speak it by the Holy Ghost. La Betekaye, Brukapalia. We season. This place will be too small. Kings, get ready. Get, 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 get ready. We call for the harvest. We pull in the people. Anakazu. We seasoned by the Holy Ghost. Rapate. Yeshua Mashiach. You are lifted up, therefore, you draw all men. Unto you in this house. This year we are on billboards. We are on lampposts. We are on A boards. We are in magazines. Yes, sir. We are on massive digital screens. I see it. I seize it. I strike it. I sow into it. Ekapata, Rapata, Rakapata, Jovria. You are stars. I launch you to the top in every field you're in. You rise in fashion. You rise in medicine.
you rise in agriculture you rise yes and you rise in the banking industry every king you rise to the top wherever you are kings are not at the bottom kings rise you rise and reign you rule by the prophetic Yekapata Rasa Alekopa Oriabata Kings will come Kings will come to the brightness of your rising You arise and shine Your light has come The glory of God is risen upon you Ayakotapa Rapatata Eskeleto Vripatosia Your words carry power Before we do our declarations, I want us to take an insurance cover by prayer over every spirit of death and over every spirit of infirmity. We have heard of enough fathers dying. I, I don't know, how many of you are done with COVID? You're just done with COVID and done with, in some cases, diabetes or cancer or high blood pressure all those things we don't want that's why from is sunday tomorrow or day after i'm in a zone of eternity right now so i can uh, so we have a day in between all right pray for me we're starting a new series called live for those who want to i'm trusting god many many of you will live into your eighties nighters if you choose to 100 or 120 now don't say ah, 120 is too old this is the the mystery or this is the Logic. As science progresses, new methods of elongating life will be discovered. And the way cancers has killed so many people, or diabetes, or high blood pressure, just the way malaria used to kill people. So cancer will become like malaria. They will find there will be, God already has a cure for it. It's either a child of God has not bought into the mind of God enough, or the person already has a solution and they're second guessing whether it's the right thing or not, or the person has a solution and has not dealt with the territorial powers. That will break the oppressive grip of the big pharma complex and make it generally available. Are you getting this? The solution is there. Earth has no problem that heaven cannot solve because earth descended out of the immaterial realm. So there are more solutions than answers. How is that possible? It's possible because there's a higher level of reasoning which defeats the thinking that there needs to be answers, uh, questions before answers. In the higher plane, there are more answers than questions. On the earthly plane, you feel like, oh, I have, I have to ask a question. No. The real deal is a question only exists because answers need expression. I know some of you don't get it, but you get it. You get it by the Spirit. See, when Jesus said, don't fear, it's not an encouragement, it's an instruction. It means fear is baseless. It is. <laughs> so want to deal with the spirit, the, the spirits of death, sickness. You know, the devil wants people to now feel as if people dying anyhow is the norm. That anybody can die. No, it's not true. Not anybody can die at any time. So we don't know. It can happen. No. And I will show you from the Bible, all the fathers of the faith 
knew when they were about to go. Either by sickness or by sensing. In other words, you're not going to see people cut off, cut off, cut off and say the world has become more brutal. All right. Not really. There was so much violence one time. God said, let's shut down the program and start again. And even when there was violence at the time, people were still living. For hundred, do, you, do you understand? So don't let the devil deceive you into some kind of false logic that is not true. False logic, of course, cannot be true. Are you following? So don't miss that series. Start the year strong. We're starting with leave. I'll speak to you about the mystery of life. You carry life. <laughs> So we're going to just pray that as a house and as a people, over our family members, loved ones, staff, colleagues, everyone connected to us, we break anything, any degenerative condition that may be progressing or degenerating to the point of death or termination. Whether it's a terminal sickness or a family uh, proclivity or a tendency or some deformity in the bloodline that kicks in a manifest at 32 or 40 or 50 or something where a condition that cannot be explained just defies medicine. No, we reject it. This is spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Elijah knew when it was about to go. Moses was left to a mountain before he went. Even Job who prayed for death, God didn't give it to him. <laughs> Abraham knew. How do I know they knew? Because they blessed their children before they left. Isaac knew. He said, go and make me venison. So, if we don't know. Jesus knew. 33, but he knew. Paul, 63 or 64, but he knew. The disciples knew. They willingly gave up their lives for martyrdom. So they knew. That's a choice. I believe God wants the believer to have a choice as to when it's time. At least I see enough evidence in the Bible. And for you and me, I don't know about you. But I want to know for you that none of us should think of anything less than four or five decades. Why? There's a lot of work to do. If you don't have work for you, I have work for you. So stay. So take it we take authority over the spirit realm. We take authority over the climate. We take authority over the atmosphere. We take authority over the patterns of the bloodline. Whether it's blindness, diabetes, high blood pressure, cancers, prostrate of the breast, of the organs, of the kidney, of the eyes, of the throat, arthritis. CNS diseases, degenerative diseases, pelvic disorders, PCOS, Lokiatosila Namatule, or Prinda Kavris. We uproot, we uproot.
it does not come near us any pre-programmed arrow or missile set in the spirit launched out against anyone the word of God still says in Isaiah 54 and verse 17 no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that rises against us in judgment we condemn we condemn we condemn we say no We will live long and strong. Our fathers will live long and strong. Our mothers will live long and strong. So belede beledo bararas, broka tapre kelebrus, zobria tapata, zode brele bolas, zobria tapata balata. Roque palapa, zodo do balate lelele, lobo 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 lo, zedo brugopolia. Kamate dara todo do. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. I prophesy over you, you will live long. You will fulfill your divine mandate. You will manifest the deposits of God within you. Death will not cut you short. Death will not take you by surprise. You will have clear visions. Clear visions of Jesus. Before you give up, see what Stephen said. Stephen was about to be stoned. He didn't say, He said, I see the Lord standing at the right hand side of the Father. A portal was opened and it said, Into your hands. I commit my spirits. Not this one. I do. My, my spirit just appeared somewhere. No. Your spirit will not just appear. <laughs> you will commit your hands. Your spabby, your hands into his spirit, and your spirit into his hands, in the name of Jesus. So, for someone who's been afraid, afraid, don't be afraid. Your fears are necessary. We we'll remove it from you. In the name of Jesus, are we ready for our declaration? I didn't read another passage about the harvest that says you will take out the old because of the new. Do, do you have it projected? You have it? Can we have it projected? I'll still tweak one or two lines after today, most likely, but give us what I've said so far. Hey, Shapahata, Kribas, say in the name of Jesus today. I stand as a king and a priest of God. And with these choice words, I frame my life according to God's plan and pattern. I declare that I am the righteousness of God in Christ, blood bought, water washed, spirit filled, and wisdom oiled. I am the favored one. The one lavished in love and lifted by mercy. I am wrapped in the fabric of favor, soaked in the spirit of excellence. 
and garnish with grace upon grace upon grace. I do not walk naked. I'm divinely decorated with spiritual gifts and garments. I am decked with royal raiments. My mind receives and conceives daily doses of divine ideas, instructions, and inspiration. My mind is expanding at the frequency of love and lights. I hear the voice of my Father, and I do His will with speed and joy. The eyes of my understanding are consistently enlightened. God's light saturates my being, floods my life, and illuminates my world with increasing brilliance. My discernment is razor sharp, and my decisions are error free. My actions are wisdom based, and my results are God class. I am God fed and spirit led. I flow by the intelligence of the spirit. I manifest the influence of the spirit and I make tremendous impact by the spirit of God. God breathes in me and through me. My heart is God's breathing ground. My mind is God's breathing ground. I am loaded with seeds of greatness, supernatural seeds, strategic solutions, world-class inventions, timely innovations. What do they do? They spring from my life. I am like my father. I am a sower. I saw quality seeds. I saw the right seeds, the right way, to the right people, and the right things, in the right places, and for the right reasons. I am like my father. I give good gifts. I do good works without murmuring. I plow my ground with diligence. I live my life in excellence. I am a faithful farmer, plowing the fields of my destiny with faith, focus, someone say focus, and fervor. I am a responsible reaper. I recognize God opportunities and I seize them with speed. I am planted by the brooks of bliss. Say soft life, soft showers. My soul is steeped in the rivers of blessings. My roots are deep and my leaves are green. Say fresh boy, fresh baby, fresh somebody. <laughs> Say my branches are strong and my fruits are huge. My products are palatable and plenteous. My impact is undeniable. My reach is irrepressible. As I fulfill my divine mandates, I am what? I walk on water and I do the impossible. I proclaim 
that double doors are open unto me. Doors of Leshazunko, Turkey, is that you I see? Switzerland, Jamaica, Mexico, Honolulu, South Africa, UK, Canada, Germany, doors of nations fling wide open. Territories and spaces open up to me. Corridors of power open up to me. And I'm not just looking at the doors. I walk through. Boleketeya, Brutopolia. I walk through. Open doors. Open doors. Open doors. Ekayabada. Into the palaces of plenty and spaces of significance. No limits. So what, I finish with a third class, no limits. So what, I'm 21, no limits. So what, I'm a pastor, no limits. So what, I don't have connections. Say no limits, oh. No limits, oh. My influence spreads. Do like this. In the name of Jesus, I occupy, I spread to the east, to the west, to the north, to the south. Do you see your, your products? Do you see it at Macy's? Do you see it in Target? Do you see it in Harrods? Do you see it in Woolworths? Do you see it in Westfield? Or is only Yanopaja? One Koja Rush Rush. Haven't you seen how they are eating up all the products? Say, I spread. I spread. Say, I spread. My branches reach over the walls beyond boundaries and borders. I spread with speed. I am advancing and accelerating in the supernatural and by the supernatural. What does help do? Help comes to me speedily. I am mightily helped by God. Say, I am safely stationed in the location called God. God is my spirit God, is my soul God, is my body God. Is my God God? Say something, say, oh my God. I affirm that I am protected by the fence of God's fire and shielded by the walls of his wisdom. My space is impenetrable to the arrows and attacks of hell. My spiritual atmosphere is charged with Balaketoparata, Suprate, Brigatos, Livadad. God's fire within me is a raging inferno, denying every strange spirit and substance access to my heart 
and my soul. Revival fire erupts from within like a volcano. Everywhere I preach, everywhere I speak, everywhere I walk, everything I touch, fire. I can feel it in my hands. I can feel it in my feet. Fire, fire everywhere. I am a fireball and a blazing light devouring all the plots and plans of the devil in my pathway. Are you ready for the next one? I am God's intercontinental ballistic missile. I'm a long range weapon in my generation. I am spiritually vaccinated, divinely immunized against sicknesses, illnesses, ailments, diseases. Who is your doctor? Who? Jesus is my doctor and therefore I enjoy the best of health. Bullets, strange attacks, arrows, snares, traps, meshes, nets. I'll add more. Harpoon, catapult, shakabula, bazooka. No weapon will ever locate me. I do the work of an evangelist. I carry the fire of a revivalist. I embarrass demons daily. Say that one again, say that one again. I glorify God consistently. God's fame spreads through me. The gospel spreads through me. Who am I again? I'm a kingdom influencer and a culture shaper. So what happens? Mountains, they melt before me. Valleys, they rise to lift me. Circumstances conspire to help me. Strangers are assisted, stirred up to assist me. Demons, Unka. And all of creation align to support me. Say the fountains of God's favor. Flood my life with the best and the brightest blessings. The riches of Gentiles flow to me. Wealth and riches are in my house. My barns bust with excess. My storehouses, are you still proclaiming? Overflow, money in car, it comes to me in increasing quantities, in different currencies, from multiple sources on a weekly basis for kingdom. Today and every day, I enjoy God's bumper package, back-to-back -back breakthroughs, bonus blessings, surplus supply, overflow. I rise above dryness, dullness, and barrenness. I rise above storms, setback, Satanic strategies, sensual traps, soulish ambitions, silly mistakes,
stupid decisions and selfish obsessions. I rise above negative inducements, carnal enticements, fleshly entanglements, embarrassments, and vain entitlements. I rise above booby traps, fire traps, satanic set traps. I leap into new streams of supply, new harvest. I saw on the wings of the spirit. I rise and I reap. I leap into streams of supply, pleasant surprises, back-to-back blessings, high-value gifts, responsible relationships, royal privileges, extraordinary opportunities, supernatural encounters, big breakthroughs, titanic testimonies, massive miracles. Twenty twenty-two. My year of heavy, heavy. They will say, "Can I help you carry it?" It's still heavy. Say twenty twenty-two. Heavy harvest, double, double. I see it, I receive it, I seize it, I rip it, I walk in it. So it is, and Jesus. Receive it now, receive it now. Receive it now, receive it now, receive it now, receive it now. Massive, huge, access, increase. Receive it now, receive it now, possess it now. Take it, take it, take it. Just as we lived enlargement, we will leave this one. No line of this declaration will lack multiple witnesses in this house. As we make these declarations daily, your life will manifest it daily. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for the harvest. We thank you for the supply. We thank you for the increase. We thank you for souls. We thank you for spaces. We thank you for substance. We yield our hearts to you, God. All that we have proclaimed, all that we have released from this very hour begin to manifest. I proclaim for you before you turn up here on Sunday morning, you have an early witness. An early witness. This year you will enjoy 
just as the physical masks are going to go away they will go away anything that represents a mask in your life that covered your teeth or your beauty or your glory or your smile any mindset ideology mentality circumstance will remove it in the spirit garnished with grace upon grace upon grace father we receive this not just as individuals but as a house we pray for all of our brothers and sisters who are not physically here all those who are watching online right now by technology and mixlr and facebook and youtube and instagram and those who watch the replay lord let the same spirit and essence of faith spark something in their lives and as you expand us our increase will not tear us apart as a house it will bring us closer together we will not become prideful or conceited or arrogant as you have already made some people in the house early witnesses and many who don't even know who those people are because of the spirit of grace and humility lord let it become the order of this house the five years from now two years from now when many are operating in the realm of billions in terms of money and millions in terms of reach to people who will remain humble and nimble who remain meek less of us and more of the Christ this house will never derail will never be seduced by manipulative spirits but will constantly be a blazing and burning light to the glory of your name now confirm the word of your son with signs wonders miracles and testimonies mighty works on multiple level, levels and layers we give you all the praise father in jesus name we've prayed if you've had an amazing night where you've heard the voice of god and seen visions of glory and you know you're ready for for 2022 come on kings can you rise with a roar out of your belly raise your voice Go to seven people. You don't need to shake hands, but you can side hog or low lip somebody or side talk and tell the person, Welcome to 2022. Welcome to Heavy Harvest. Double double. Welcome. Welcome. I see you, I see you rising. I say welcome, welcome. I see you shining.
She is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.